Hello and welcome to the 23rd episode of the Football Media Podcast on the team of John O'Shea's platform. I'm John McKenzie and across the course of the new season, I'm going to be bringing you a weekly podcast that seeks to open up the often murky underworld of the football media. This week we're going off-road a little as I get exclusive access to the cast and director of a new film, The Keeper, which tells the story of Bert Troutman, former Manchester City goalkeeper. In the course of the podcast, I give my own opinion of the film, before speaking to the director, Marcus H. Rosenmuller, and actors John Henshaw, Freya Maver, and David Cross about their experiences of making the film. If you enjoy this podcast, please share it with your friends, subscribe, rate and review on iTunes in order to help us gain exposure, and, if you're a social media person, follow us on Twitter at Footy Media Pod. We'll be back next week with another interesting guest from the world of the football media. Before that, though, it's the director and cast of The Keeper. Enjoy. to work to compensate for the suffering caused by the war we know what your sword did mr troutman landlord in the gold it's not bad is it this lad could save it from relegation this is not about football dad he's a german you can't just ignore that to me and everyone around here you're still the enemy you play football keep your gob shut What's up with Earth's neck? It's a war wound. Oh, I can hardly speak. And also, I have a light cord. He's German. You're not, are you? Yes, I am. Who's the bloody goalkeeper? You think you just play some football and everything's forgiven? Forgotten that you robbed us of our youth. Instead of going out dancing, we had to spend our evenings in a bomb shelter. I'd rather have danced with you than stood on the battlefield. What is it with boys in football? Football is like a wonderful dance. It's bloody barbaric. Not if you look closely. Do you have a girlfriend? No. No girl at home. What did Thompson want? He wants me to come to Man City for a trial. I think you're pulling my plunker boot. <laughs> Now that may not have been the introduction you're expecting to the Football Media Podcast and that is because this week I was given exclusive access to the film The Keeper which tells the story of Bert Troutman, the German Manchester City goalkeeper who arrived in the country in the course of the Second World War as a prisoner of war, went on to become Manchester City's goalkeeper and who famously won the FA Cup final with them in 1956, a match in which he actually broke his neck but continued playing. Now, I am no film critic, so please don't expect a very carefully nuanced critique of this film. And I must be honest, when I was approached to review the film and produce a podcast about it, 
I did feel a little bit of apprehension, mainly because in my experience of watching football films through the years, I think there's a tendency for these films to flop quite significantly, not least because they tend to follow very set formats. They tend to uh, adopt a, a fairly obvious narrative in which good triumphs over evil and usually concludes with a game of football that is really badly choreographed. However, when I went to the press screening of The Keeper, I was actually pleasantly surprised about how well filmed this was. It felt to me very similar to a film like The Damned United, and the director, Marcus H. Rosenmuller, actually cited The Damned United as one of the influences on this film. So that should give you a certain idea about what kind of feel the film has. Yes, it is a film which has football in it, but would I describe it as a football film? Probably not. This is something that Freya Maver, the actor who plays Meg Fryer, who becomes Troutman's wife, pointed out to me when I interviewed her. This isn't a football film. This is a film that uses football as a framework on which to hang various other ideas. And the overriding theme that comes through in this film is this notion of how do you come to terms with trauma in various ways in life. Obviously, the the larger picture here is that of World War Two, and and you see that throughout the film. How does, on the one hand, Bert Troutman come to terms with it having been part of that war on the side of the enemy? But also, and what the film does very well, is actually images this struggle from the side of the community as well. The people who lived in Britain and whose lives were inexorably changed by the war and a life that they could have lived was was taken away from them. How do you come to terms with the arrival of someone into your close-knit community who has had an external effect on that community from afar and then suddenly it's, I mean, quite literally in this case, parachuted into the midst of that community? It talks a lot about notions of otherness and notions of what communal forgiveness looks like. And in fact, as the film progresses, as you go through the film, you start to realise that there's so much more going on than simply a man comes into England who is able to play football. Uh, it includes notions of, of grief, how you come to terms with the way that life has played out for you. And I think the film itself thinks very carefully about those sorts of ideas of how you might talk about coming to terms with the various events that have filled your life. I don't want to give too many spoilers, but it involves Troutman's own attempts to come to terms with the atrocities that he experienced as a soldier and what it meant for him as he went through the rest of his life and the long-standing impact that that had on him. Beyond that, the film cinematographically is is quite beautiful. The highlights for me were particularly the scenes in which there are either panoramic shots of Manchester in the 60s uh, and also the stadiums that various football matches take place in. So there's fantastic CGI of both Main Road as was and Wembley Stadium, old Wembley Stadium. And I talked a little bit about the filming process with Marcus Rosenmuller in the interview that I had with him. One of the most interesting aspects of this film for me was the fact that it is documenting the history of Manchester City, a club that has gone through huge upheavals uh, and evolution in the last even 50 years. This is very much a bygone era in the football world and this is another question that I put to the both the actors and the director when I when I interviewed them. How do you come to terms with the way that football has moved on in that, in those 50 years? Overall, the experience of for me of watching the film was was one of nostalgia to a certain extent. Obviously, I was not alive when these events took place, but it really does evoke those sorts of ideas about 
what football was like back then. And so in the end, what you get is a, a really well-rounded film that, that encompasses Manchester culture and life in the 1950s and early 60s. And also gives you a sense of what football was like, even as closely as 50, 60 years ago. So as I've alluded to, I got the chance to interview three of the actors and the director of The Keeper. And so I've got those interview sections for you here. In the first interview, I speak to the director, Marcus H. Rosenmuller, and John Henshaw, who plays Jack Fryer, the manager of St. Helens Football Club. And I started off by asking Marcus how it was that he came about making a film about Bert Troutman. It was 12 years ago where a producer of a children's film, Robert Machiniak, he's also the producer of this film, came into the editing room and asked me if I didn't know um, Bert Troutman. I didn't know anything about him and and he came to and he told me he pitched me the story and I, I said well we have, really after 10 minutes we we already said okay we are going to make this film because uh yeah it was so amazing this pitch and he um had the idea because uh, there was the European mastership um and uh, Peter Czech uh, were also this um, corset uh, or how is it called the hat um, protection oh yeah yeah, yeah um, helmet because yeah uh, he also broke his hat and there he, rea- he remembered that his father um, told him the story when he was uh, a boy with a 10 years old boy and so one came to the other and then I, I made researches and, and we dis- um, decided to meet him and so you have memories of, of, of Troutman um, vague, vague memories because yeah. I was you know I was so high my dad took me to it and you know he stood out because he was like six foot odd blonde you know Adonis if you like you know what I mean in the nets and there weren't many of them in Manchester you know what I mean and, and uh, you know my dad told me this story about him so obviously you know he was a soldier and all the rest of it so it, it was quite exciting you know but, mm. so I don't know how this happens but presumably your agent rings you up and says John I've got a film about uh, Bert Trapman about Manchester City how long did it take for you to hear that to, to say yes that, that was it, wasn't it? I mean, it was great. I mean, once I met Rose, it's but I mean, it's Manchester, it's you know, it's, it's about language, it's about Bert Troutman, you know. And, but it was a great script, and of course, when I met this fella, I thought, yeah, you know, no, no, no danger, you know, I love a bit of this. <laughs> One of the best things about um, covering this film for me is that um, I've obviously it's not just the, the sort of mainstream press and the film press who are interested in covering it. Uh, there's been a lot of fanzines and, and football outlets that have. have uh, written about it as well, so I've I've been reading through a few of the of the reviews that have come out, and they've they've been been very good. One of the things that keeps coming through for me is that this idea that a lot of football fans seem to think, um, oh dear, when they see a football films coming out, because it's it's very easy to do football films badly. So I wondered when when you heard this, John, whether or not you had any football films in the back of your mind and thought, oh, maybe I should think about it, or whether or not uh, that played any sort of part in your decision. Well, it's funny because I've done I did a spit in the coffin when Saturday comes in the Sheffield film. There's only one Jimmy Grimble <laughs> and looking for Eddie, you know. Well, they're all sort of football associated films, then, you know what I mean? So, um, but the point is, with this film, you know, it's like 10%, 12% football, and the rest of it's a story. It's about a man, you know, that went from hero to zero to hero, won the Iron Cross, and then was a prisoner of war, then broke his neck, was a hero again, and stuff like that. And the acceptance of a, of a person, you know, um, an alien that, you know, an, an alien. That's quite right. A lot of people hated or, you know, felt, you know, they wanted vengeance against really sent hate mail and death threats and everything and what have you. And it's, it's a heck of a story on any level. We're not, we're not, you know, we take the football out of it, you know. 
So, but, but then you think, well, you know, I don't know, he's played a bit of football, Rosie, you know what I mean? And, uh, uh, yeah, you know, you, you've got to just trust your director. I mean, I wasn't sure that he did. I mean, he'll tell you about the technical stuff that he did to do it, you know what I mean? But, mm. but yeah, you can do it. You can, you can fall on its arse, as we say, you know. <laughs> yeah, and I wondered, yeah, well, about you. Obviously, in Germany, you have, um, the Miracle of Bern, the, the film about f- football. I don't know if you've seen that one. Um, so, and, and this film felt very similar to that. I thought it was, it was, it was very well done. And, and as John says, you know, it, it, football is almost like a framework that everything else hangs off. So there's a lot more, a lot, lot more to it than just, than just football. So I wondered, you've mentioned sort of the choreo- choreography of football. Yeah. How did you go about doing that so that the football didn't look fake? Yeah. So, uh, because we play football and we know how hard it is to show it. Uh, the most excited football uh, film is a real football game. Um, so we really made researches. We saw several football films or uh, documentaries about Zinedine Zidane and so on. And always when we realized, oh, this was a, uh, an exciting scene, we were thinking about how have they made this? Yeah. Now we are at the camera angels and, and so on. But so the, the most time of researchers went into how to make this football, um, um, scenes. The most money went into and the, the most time at the shooting, from the shooting time. 15 days from 45 days only went into these 12 minutes, uh, football scenes. Um, not to, um, enttäuschen, disappoint our, um, uh, audience with the football scenes mm. it was very important and I saw two very very good uh, um, uh, sports films where uh, have been my idols or how is it called yeah, um, this yeah. was Slapshot with Paul Newman it's a okay film mm. and it was um, I like I really love uh, Damned United yeah uh, also from the casting um, yeah, uh, yeah, that, yeah. and then Hubbard made it so Mm-hmm. The other the impressive thing about the film is the, the CGI v- uh, views of the stadiums in particular, also Manchester as well in, in yes. the 50s. But when you were doing the, the filming of, 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 the, of the football scenes, obviously they're not, they're not in these, these stadiums, they're sort of added on after. How do you, how do you sort of get the, the, um, the stadiums just right when, when you're doing that, that kind of filming? It was a combination of from production design and uh, um, digital work now. And it was great work, and, and we had to think a very long time how we make it. And um, also, so we had uh, 400 of um, extras, and then they were um, copied sometimes, or the longer the distances, okay, they were digital then. But for the 400, we really gave everything to make them enthusiastic. So, it, because it was hard work, there was nothing they saw. There were five football players from my uh, home <laughs> club from SK Hausam, um, where that only made the the ways, the runnings, the uh, where, yeah, so that they fixed the same um, um, point. Yeah, because there should not be the one looking over there and the other over there. So, um, but for the feeling, we really um, we we try to um, be as enthusiastic on behind the camera to show them how important it is and we really uh, took them serious and they made it perfect they gave everything and it was shot in Augsburg in the Rosenau Stadion and you know and um, and in Belfast as well wasn't it you know we well, had, yeah, and that was an old ground that wasn't it so it yeah, yeah. yes St. Helens yeah. so in Northern Ireland Belfast yeah. um, uh, but there the pitch w- was like it is yeah, um, yeah. Um, 
only a, f uh, a few things changed. Well, but also there, the extras, we tried to make them enthusiastic and, and they, they were selected also from an AD and, and they certainly have been football fans. They have been on, in a, in a, at the pitch and in the stadium and they knew what we were, <laughs> what we want. But the, the early slides over there was like a proper team, wasn't it? And they played some of our lads, like, the, you know, some of like Michael Solskjaer and the lads that was the footballers and all that. And they were having a go, you know, they were was, was kicking it about and, you know, that helped create the energy and stuff, you know. And at one point, um, they, they was playing and the artist lad says to me, like, when we brought, we going back, said, they're going to get it in a bit. You know what I mean? They was going to get stuck in it a bit. So, you know, it was, it helped to create the energy and, and the ground was a lovely old ground. It was like really old, right, the rollers ground over there before the CGI was put on a main road and, and Wembley was a different one that was in Germany, you know. But uh, but it was great and the kits helped and, the, you know, the old ball and everything. So, yeah. yeah, it was good. You felt like you was at a match, you know. I'd like to talk to you a little bit about um, about fandom um, because obviously the film is about a bygone era of football and you've obviously lived through a huge evolution when it comes to Manchester City. So I wondered um, what sort of emotions were, were sort of aroused in you when you were when you were filming this this film about your team a long time ago. Well, yeah, well, it was a different game in them days. You know, I used to go to the Kipax and the Kipax was all along one side, and you know, you, at our time you could actually walk along the stand. You know, if you wanted to be at the side where the, your, your team was attacking. You'd walk along, you know, um, and, you know, they'd be there, they'd be, all the blokes were there, if there's any kids, you used to lift them to the front, you know, uh, and it, it was a completely different game altogether, and now you sit there, and it, you know, it's, if you like to call it civilised, I don't know, but I think when you stood there with like, you know, about three or four thousand people, and, you know, they're surging forward and surging backward and everything like that, it has a different energy about it again, you know what I mean? It's different, you know what I mean? If you... It helps, like, you know what I mean? If, if you've got, like, uh, some, the Alan Globetrotters stood in front of you, you can't see a lot of the match, you know what I mean? But you can always move up the stand backwards and forward. And, uh, yeah, I thought that was great, you know, but uh, nowadays you go, even at the Etihad and what have you, and it's all mixed up with corporate, and so you don't, you can't, you know, unless you get into the designated stand where, you know, the, 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 the real hardcore city fans are that go away and all the proper supporters and what have you. You know, you, you sort of, you know, my wife is, has got a season ticket and, you know, she can be sat next to somebody from Japan or someone from, you know, Chicago or whatever. It's, it changes every week. Whereas you used to go and build up a relationship with people, you know what I mean? So it is a completely different game in the car. I mean, it, it wasn't carpet stuff. You got some Oxo or some Bovril or the meat pie. You was lucky and that was it. That was the catering, you know. And it's all you needed, to be honest, you know. Mm. I was wondering whether you would prefer City to win the 56 Cup final or the 2019 Champions League final. How would you, how'd you feel about that now? If, if you had the chance to pick between one or the other, which one would you, would you go for? Well, it's like we were saying before about creating the moment and being in the moment. You know, let, let's do it now, let's do it. And plus, you know, I mean, City's up for the quadruple if they can do it. So, uh, we know what football's like. The gods of football, if they say you're not going to do it, you're not going to do it. But they'll never have a better chance. But no, you, I think you've got to go for, the future go for the present yeah. Marcus just one final question about I wanted to talk about film as a medium to talk about football and, and my, my question is whether or not you see this as a film that is talking about football or whether or not you see uh, football as a means of, of doing something through a film in, in, in that respect do you, how, do you, how do you see football functioning in this film The Sportgeist how is it called The Ghost of Sports things, uh, Sport um, from a team uh, so it's uh, uh, football is also assembled uh, uh, where it does not matter where you come from and so on it only matters are you uh, in the team are you giving everything on the pitch you're very fast integrated yeah integrated yeah, integration yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah so and and so 
football, um, like many, uh, it could also be handball, but football is the famous uh, sports um, uh, kind of sport in, in Europe, um, is the best symbol for this story, for this reconciliation story, for also what is happening nowadays with all the isolation. Uh, you have in this football team the themes like Brexit and all this stuff we have just in Europe. Uh, one final question, one each. First for you, how many uh, trophies City are you going to win this season? Then you've mentioned the quadruple. Are they going to do it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they are. I, I would count. I would count the charity shield in this as well. Does that count? <laughs> Top five, is it? Quintuple. Yeah. Well, I don't know. You know what I mean? I, I'm looking through blue tinted glasses. You know, but uh, we'll never have a better chance. You know, and um, you know we had a bit of luck against Swansea the other week, which is a, you know, but you only get that from pressure. So fair dues on that. So yeah, yeah, we'll go, we'll go for a lot, clean sweep. <laughs> and for you, Bayern or Dortmund, who's going to win the Bundesliga? Bayern is, uh, yeah, yeah, they, they really now eager, also with the Champions League, that it was such a disaster. After speaking to Marcus and John, I then got the chance to speak to the two leads from the film, David Cross, who plays Bert Troutman, and Freya Maver, who plays his wife, Meg. I don't have a team that I support, but I, I, I played football myself in, a, in my youth, but, um, I like to watch games. I mean, I, especially also the World Cup, and, uh, but I don't have, and also Manchester City, of course. Now yeah. it's uh, uh, um, I watched the uh, the documentary about uh, Manchester City on uh, on the streaming uh, site, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and um, that was very fascinating to watch. Yeah. How about yourself? So I I would say I I, I get very obsessed with sport, but in in the practice of it, I love. I've always been very competitive. And I think the sort of team sport I got most competitive with as a teenager, it's going to sound very ridiculous, was Ultimate Frisbee. Oh, really? It's kind of very similar to rugby. It's actually very aggressive. But there's a Frisbee involved. Um, but no, I've not. Because I, I grew up in Scotland and France and was sort of in a family that were not very football orientated. So I've grown up being active in a lot of sports and completely understanding the obsession and passion mm. for it but watching it on TV for me is I'm like let's let's do it let's roll in the mud why, <laughs> why are we sitting by yeah. TV but it's very weird because um, the only people I really get starstruck by is, is football players oh. it's, I think it's still from my childhood or from my youth that watching you know the World Cup for example ye um, yesterday we had a screening for, for, for Trotman in Germany and uh, there was um, Jens Lehmann the The, uh, he was an ex goalkeeper from from Germany, and then he went on stage, and he had you know we had a, like a Q and A afterwards, and that's always very I, I always get very nervous and uh, excited <laughs> about when there's a real footballer suddenly. <laughs> so it's different for me because I'm usually around footballers, so I'm terrified right. around film. Oh really? I just wonder how, how that how does that affect your decision to go on a film when the film is about football, uh, and you're not. You're not like a diehard football fan. Um, did you have second thoughts about it? And there's a lot of football films out there that are very bad. Mm. Um, so did you have sort of, did you think, oh, what am I doing here at any point? This is not a football film. I, mean, I, 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 I hate to say that to mm. a thing that's maybe trying to, but it, it's, football is, is a big part of it, but, it, but it's about the passion around that sport and the sort of, and obviously the expertise, but I would say this film is, it's, Football's one aspect, but the main aspect, I think, is about these two people's lives over 10 years <coughs> and all the different dynamics in that. And mm -hmm. I think the history and the tension at that time 
and then and then obviously then you have the beautiful wonderful addition is that you know there was this real athlete this real mm-hmm. sportsman this real footballer mm-hmm. um and his yeah his story mm-hmm. and as and as um the director he or, he was also a football player beforehand and i i was n- i was never really um worried that he didn't mm-hmm. get this these uh scenes right because he knew his uh he, he knew the subject and he was very um yeah Uh, we talked about it very enthusiastic about it and he he put all his energy and effort and, and enthusiasm into it that you know the atmosphere in the stadium was very authentic and mm. and um yeah so he was a good director for that yeah, kind of I, film one of the beauties of covering a film like this is that um a lot of fan sites have been um doing reviews as well so there's been mm-hmm. a lot of uh, I've, i've been reading through quite a few in there and right. you, you know had the same sentiment from a lot of the the writers there they were saying you know it's a football film i always feel a little bit nervous about yeah it. i think there's been an overwhelmingly pos- positive response to it because okay. like you say it's not a, a football film it's a yeah. film yeah. football sort of like the backbone and then everything yeah. just hangs yeah. off it right um, yeah. yeah i wanted to kind of follow with this theme i, I noticed you, you're both born you, you're born in glasgow obviously moved yeah. away but you were born in hamburg and mm-hmm. both of these both these cities have very strong football rivalries and yes. the, the film itself is all about how football can overcome things I've just been speaking to Rosie and he's been saying oh you know there's all these themes in this team is like Brexit and yeah. uh, immigration issues etc mm. etc et but I wondered what whether or not you would, you would agree with that um, in the sense that you know it's very easy to say well football overcomes everything um, mm-hmm. but you've come from I mean particularly Glasgow you very know, violent the, yeah exactly yeah, hugely you, violent How would you respond to that? Do you think there are aspects of division that come through football that, that can't really be? Of course, yeah. I feel like, like with most things that can be sort of universal. You know, you, you don't have to speak the same language, but if you know the rules of, of a game, mm. you can play. In the same way that it unites people, it can also divide people, and it sort of it can it can overlook barriers and borders mm-hmm. and cultures and politics but it can also divide and stigmatize and create you know it can create huge you know racism as well mm-hmm. and you can see that all come through it's mm-hmm. it's it's almost like the fact that there's something where people are so passionate and so engaged mm-hmm. it justifies it can justify your you know your your uh, violence as well mm-hmm. it can justify quite extremist beliefs just mm-hmm. as it can also be exactly the same plane to to meet You know, in in on, on a universal front, and to overlook those things. So, mm-hmm. I think anything that's quite that brings a lot of passion, mm-hmm. you know, like love, <laughs> it can be wonderful, and it can also be hellish. Mm-hmm. But it's you know, it's because it's intense. How do you respond to that coming from from Germany? Obviously, you're looking at, at the UK now, as everyone in Europe is, and, mm-hmm. and thinking about those sorts of divisions. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, there's there's I think there's still. Um, as I mean, Freya re- said it very uh, well. Um, that it has the uh, possibilities on both sides. It can either get people pe- uh, people together and celebrate each other and celebrate each other in our differences, <laughs> so to speak, or it can go the other way where it gets like weird yeah. stuff from humans out. And um, and there's still, I mean, nowadays moments when you go, oh God, that's terrible that they people would say that. In a football stadium, and 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 I think this um, film should also remind um, us that it's that you have to say something against it when someone mm-hmm. when someone says anything, whatever it is, abusive racist, or... abusive, in a stadium, you have to say something to show that there's the other uh, uh, voice, yeah. and 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 that's just I think very important, yeah. Yeah, I think that, and that was really well done in the film through the the, the scene of the the child 
being shot and yeah. what I loved about the way that that was done was that there was there was a sort of slippage it was it wasn't clear what had happened through the film as you're going along yeah. at, at times it seems as though you maybe stopped yeah. child from being killed but then yeah. it, it, I think that really brings out the sort of the sort of conundrum that, that, that morality in football can often bring out as well. So, yeah, yeah. So that was done really well. Um, moving on from there, um, obviously f- being a f- football fan is, is, is all about traditions and yeah. all about learning how to behave in a certain way. Um, d- did you guys, did you guys uh, experience any Manchester City fan culture like, um, firsthand before, what, before you were filming this or not? I mean, me personally, we, we also unfortunately didn't film in Manchester, <laughs> which is, you know, yeah, we weren't physically yeah. here to be able to, For me, to it's get the first some time of that. here. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Today. So how's, how's that match up then? How does that, how does the feeling of being here feel given that you've, you've made a film about a place and then yeah. you've parachuted in? I don't know. I feel very honored to have the premiere, uh, uh, tonight here in Manchester where it all happened. And it's, uh, uh, it's the place where Bert Troutman played and, uh, and a lot of people um, have actually seen him, uh, you know, on or off the pitch, and uh, and and knew him because he's such a le- legend here. Mm. And so it's 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 very exciting to see uh, the people from here to see the film. Yeah, mm. it's it's crazy, isn't it, that the story isn't known better? Because um, mm. I, I knew about Bert Trautmann. I knew that he played in the in the final and, and broken his neck, etc. Mm. But all of the underlying stuff underneath it, I just find it incredible that, that no one had heard of it before. But yeah. presumably, you hadn't heard of the the full story. No, no. And is is Trautmann not not well known in Germany because he never played for the national team? <laughs> no, he, exactly. He'd never played for the national team, and he's not that well known. I'm, he's um, and I have never heard his name before, and I was very surprised by it, and um, because it's he has such a big universal uh, uh, story and especially for those two countries and uh, at this a very um, yeah, difficult time and 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 yeah he's done so much you know also afterwards to to bring those countries uh, mm-hmm. together and, and and he fell in love with the, with his country and you know he had the opportunity to go back to Germany but um, he wanted to start anew here and um and found his new home. Mm. I, I read online that you you played a lot of basketball. <laughs> yes. um, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's no, no. I'm, I'm, <laughs> no, I'm just laughing because I I as one said it and then it's 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 there. But it's um, I, I played a yeah. There was a time when I played basketball, handball as well. Uh, Careful what you say. Football, <laughs> football. And it changed your Wikipedia. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but um, I yeah, and but that was that's a similarity because. He was also very fascinated with uh, sports, Troutman. He was yeah. beforehand. He was also playing handball in his youth, right. and uh, he was very. Um, that was everything for him. It it, it kept him uh, uh, sane in a way, and um, he was uh, he was very pa- passionate about sports, and that's why he made his long uh, throws, you know, in in, in his game. <laughs> Yeah, I, I was wondering whether or not you know the, this this handball basketball background, whether or not that put you in good stead for the filming um, as a goalkeeper. Ah, yeah, yeah, maybe, maybe my 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 time as a handballer, <laughs> my glorious time as a handballer. <laughs> <laughs> did you did you film all of the uh, all of the saves yourself, or did you have a do you have a stunt double for saves in an hour? Away? Um, never tell the secrets. They <laughs> <laughs> must never know. Every time you see me, it, it was me. But, okay. Uh, but there was a there was a, a double as well. And, but Doing the tricks? No, that's that's, that's me. You. The dance, oh, yeah, yeah. The, the the dancing bit was me. Yeah. The nice little flick. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was good. I was impressed. And you took a penalty as well. Was that was that all your own penalty? And actually, I was really gutted because they chose. They deliberately chose one of the one of the takes where I sort of 
kick it and it's not that good because <laughs> oh, really? do, do you remember when we had that day and it just went in and it, I, I was really oh, well I mean maybe I'm, maybe I'm glorifying it and it was actually a dreadful yeah. mess and I just replaced <laughs> that memory in my mind with I was brilliant <laughs> um, but I seem to remember I, I yeah I mean yeah. I I definitely didn't need a stunt double for that. <laughs> I was just kicking the ball. It was weird to watch that part of the film because I was trying to work out whether or not they were trying to make you look... Good like or bad. Ma- yeah, exactly. exactly. It, it doesn't really come out. It's it doesn't come like, out oh. at all. It kind of goes... <laughs> 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 it was on the day. It was on the day. I remember being super excited. I remember being like so exhilarated. and So, um, yeah. Um, so you both said that you, you weren't huge football fans um, before you started filming. How do you feel about football now? Do you, has it changed your opinion of football at all? Or I am obsessed. Obsessed. <laughs> um, no, I'm, I mean, I I'm, I played football my, myself, so I was, and I, I I like I still like to play, but I and I was never a goal uh, never a goalkeeper, so I had to have you know all this training beforehand for this this part and this. But this was also. Big reason for me to to play this part because um I always like to um you know um get into a subject or learn something from for, for a character uh, beforehand yeah um I would say I definitely was way more enthusiastic than I would have been before when France won the World Cup <laughs> so yeah just one more question before a final question um one of the best things about the film for me is the is the CGI's at the stadium and also. The stadium, sorry, and, the, and also Manchester as well. But mm. uh, what's the experience like of, of filming and then going back and watching the final? Because obviously, you, you filmed mm. in was it Augsburg? And, yeah, and yeah. Ireland was it? Ireland? Yeah, Belfast, Belfast. And, yeah. And, then, yeah. and then and then. And presumably, you're just in an empty stadium with like yeah. a few. It was, yeah. Supporters. <laughs> it was. How's, yeah, how's, how's that? What's that experience like? Cause, cause Power the, the, of the imagination. Yeah. <laughs> really yeah. Working that, really working that muscle, <laughs> that imagination muscle. Yeah. Um, no, I mean, it's, it's, it's always like you do a film uh, three times, always. You have a script and then mm. you shoot it and then it's the editing and it's always. A completely different thing. Always completely yeah. different when you watch the film in the end and uh, with, you know, with all the music and also the f- fact that you know uh, Freya Mava uh, sang the 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 ending uh, song Did you? abide with me, me. Oh, and I, I and oh, I didn't I didn't even know that beforehand so it was it's like always had a new experience for, also for an actor when you see the final product yeah <laughs> and, yeah. Um, um, yeah and yeah I mean for me I would pay the the price of the movie to just just to see those those scenes of Main Road and and, and Wembley so it oh. must be it must be really emotive for you guys how, like you say, having basically had to pretend that it was all happening and then sitting in the seat and, and watching it out must be amazing. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. This the whole atmosphere that you had to imagine yeah. before. I think also, I think there is something that is a very moving. I mean, there's something very moving about being here and presenting it here, and it having been you know, such a, an important place for Burton for football and for their history. But also, just I think you know, there's an added sort of element that these two people really existed and I think when you play someone who has existed and who went through a very you know up and down life with lots of highs and, and lows and very sad things tragic things happen to them I think there's a thing about as an actor you want to do them justice you know someone who lived mm. and who died and that's quite a, a an emotional thing to then play them and tell the story of their life yeah. well that's a, that's a very uh Profound answer to which I'm going to ask a very stupid question. <laughs> okay, <laughs> um, it's segue. just about whether who, who you think is going to win the, the league this this season. Do you think do you think Manchester City are going to do it, or do you think Liverpool will pit, pit them to Ooh. Manchester City? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I, I mean, my friends who are football fanatics are all Man City 
City fans. So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with that. Safe, Even though uh, Klopp is the uh, the coach from Liverpool, <laughs> <laughs> do you have any feelings about Klopp? I think he's yeah, he's a wonderful Great. coach. Yeah. I think I, I, I really like him as a person. I think he's a he's a amazing presence and he's very. Uh, 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 sympathic or what's the word and uh, um, I think he's good energy and uh, I wish him all the best even though I think Manchester City is going to win <laughs> <laughs> so there you have it The Keeper is a great film that you will very much enjoy I think if you're a football fan it airs on the 5th of April in the UK and it is Certificate 15 thanks for listening to the Football Media Podcast with me John McKenzie if you enjoyed the episode please subscribe rate and review on iTunes or follow us on Twitter at Footy Media Pod We'll be back next week with another interesting guest from the football media, but until then, have a good week. Goodbye.